שלום לכולם, שוב אנחנו בקריאה בספר הזוהר. Hello everyone, we find ourselves in the reading the book of Zohar, and before we start, let's watch the clip of Rav Leitman. We start to understand the text, we start to feel the text all of a sudden. in the desert of lip whispering. Midbar, desert, means dibur, speech. As it is written, these mighty gods, these are the gods who smote the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the desert. But was everything that the Creator did to them in the desert and not in a settled place? In the desert means in speech. As it is written, and your desert is comely. And it is written, from the desert shall lift. So is rising from the desert. Indeed, from the desert, meaning with that speech of the mouth. Malchut rises and enters between the, the mother's wings, Bina. Afterwards, through speech, Malchut descends and stays over the heads of the holy people. Explanation. Prior to the end of correction, while Malchut is called tree of knowledge of good and evil, Her entire correction is done through the man by which the righteous raise Malchut to Bina. Through this ascent, Malchut becomes as holy as Bina for the time being. This man are a prayer in whisper, since Malchut speech cannot be in a state of speaking only goodness without any evil, except when the voice in the speech is from Bina, 
which is a unification of voice and speech, a coupling of zon in Gedlut. Since Ramping receives the voice of Rima and gives, and gives in the speech of the Malchut. At that time, the speech is all good without any bad at all. And she receives the mocking of holiness. Indeed, without this mitigation from the voice of Binah, the voice of Malchut, the first nine, there is a grip for the shells in Malchut, and she cannot receive from the holiness. Hence, the ascent of Man is considered righteous raising prayer, which are in whisper of the lips, speech without a voice. As it is written, only her lips move, but her voice is not heard. This is because then there is no grip to the man that they raise, and they can raise the machut to Bina. Two, so she receives the voice from Bina. At that time, she becomes a holy structure and receives mocking in a coupling of voice and speech. And the sanctity of her speech stays over the heads of the righteous who corrected them. This is why it was said she rises from the desert, as it is written, and your desert is comely, since the bride is now destined for the great coupling to enter the hupah through the raising of man of the righteous, as it is written, and your desert is comely. When they end void from Mima to the speech to Malchut, by that the desert of the Malchut becomes as comely and as beautiful as Bina, because all those zivagim that were made before one that were made before one by one have now gathered into the great coupling to admit her into the hupah. And in that desert of the lip whispering, she rises through the man that they raised previously by the whisper of the lips in a speech without a voice, since her voice is still in the first nine and the voice of Rima was extended into her. Thus, of all those good deeds, now the great coupling to enter the Hupah has been made. Since now, her own voice has become good without any bad at all, too, and she becomes holy of holies like Ima. The speech in the whisper, is regarded as they speaking of the mouth. That is, without adding of the palate, throat, teeth, and tongue, but only through the outlets of the lips and the mouth. To be, as it is written, her voice is not heard. Malchut rises by that speech of the mouth. 
that so is the way of raising man. And then she enters between the mother's wings and rises between the wings of Bina. This means that she receives the voice of the wings of Ima into her speech. Then, in the speech that she receives, she descends and stares over the heads of the holy people. It is so because once she receives the voice of the quality of mercy from Ima, she becomes as holy as her. Holiness returns to those who corrected her, and they too are called holy people, like her, since her speech is now holy, like Ima. Paragraph 171. How does Malchut rise in speech? In the beginning, when a person rises in the morning, he should bless his master when he opens his eyes. How does he bless? This is what the first Hasidim pious would do. They would place a vessel with water before them, and when they awoke at night, they would wash their hands, stand, and engage in Torah, and bless for reading it. When the rooster called, it is actually midnight, and the Creator is with the righteous in the Garden of Eden. Also, it is forbidden to bless in the morning with impure and filthy hands. And so it is every hour. Explanation. Since the beginning of Malhut's correction should be with the whispering of the lips, Why do we bless out loud immediately upon waking up from sleep? It should have been a blessing in whisper to first extend the voice from Ima, which is raising the Malchud by speaking with the voice of Ima. The first Hasidim corrected that correction in a practical manner, since the ascent of the man is either in action or in speech. Hence, since during one sleep the spirit of holiness departs and the spirit of impurity of the primordial serpent is over him, since slumber is one-sixtieth of death, and death is from the impurity of the primordial serpent. Hence, on waking up from slumber, the will not entirely retire from him. It is still present on the lips of his fingers. Since anything that is holiest, the Sitra Ahra, other side, clings to it most. And the fingers are the holiest in the body, for there is the place of instilling of Chochmah, wisdom. As it is written, and all the wise-hearted women spun with their hands. Hence, the Sitra Ahra of death 
does not retire from there, even after the awakening. And it needs an action, the washing of hands. Two vessels must be prepared. One, a higher vessel called Natla, washing cup, and two, a lower vessel to receive the filth. The higher vessel called Natla indicates the vessel of Bina, for the Sitra Akhra flees from the light of Bina. It follows that the washing of fingers with the waters of Bina chases the Sitra Akhra away from there, purifies the Malchut from the evil in her, and she remains good. Then it is possible to engage in Torah and to bless for the Torah in a way that the act of washing the hands is similar to raising man by the whispering of the lips to the wings of the mother. And when the rooster calls, it is actually midnight. As it is written, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. Since the holy Shekhinah, divinity in the vessel of Malchud, has diminished into the lesser light and clothed in the shells, as it is written, and her legs go down to death. This means the tree of good and bad. If one is rewarded, it is good. If he is not rewarded, it is bad. Thus, there are two halves in Malchut, good and bad. A half in which he has been rewarded and a half in which he has not been rewarded. Hence, her governance too, which is the night, was divided after her into two halves as well. First, the first half of the night is in not rewarded. It is bad. As it is written, you appoint darkness and it becomes night, in which all the beasts of the forest prowl about. Two, the second half of the night, rewarded, it is good. We continue towards the clip of Dr. Michael Leitman that will direct us into continuation. Just don't exit, just, just don't leave it towards the external forms, how you can imagine the sea, the higher waters, down waters, don't do it. Just come back and, and remove those images from your mind. Just do not exit the internality. This is the main thing, the internal state. Zor takes my soul. It's the whole kli, and it describes to me what it consists of, what is happening inside of it, what feelings, what actions. And if I'm in a flow with it, I put myself under the influence of this surrounding light. So... The whole world is inside, the group is inside, 
everyone is connected, everyone is in unity, in such mutual help, and we study it all according to unity. Let's continue the reading about the unity. The first correction for the good half is done at the very point of midnight. Since then, Malchut receives the voice of Bina. When Malchut rises and is mitigated inside Malchut of Ima, and the judgment inside Malchut becomes a holy judgment from the side of good, without any bad. The meaning is that this judgment falls stays over the Sitra Achra and becomes mercy over Israel. After midnight, a flame comes out of Isaac's pillar and strikes the rooster, who is called Gever, a man, such as another man, superior one above him, Isaac, Bina. The flame of Isaac's pillar is the judgment of Bina, angel Gabriel, a rooster, a man, the quality of Gvura, which serves a higher man than him, Malchud of Atzilut, the lesser light. The judgment of Bina strikes under the wings of Gabriel, and then the Malchut receives the voice of Bina through him. When Gabriel calls, all the roosters of this world call, and another flame comes out of him. Reaching them under their wings and they call. This is so because when Gabriel sounds the voice of Bina to the upper Gever, Malchut, the flame comes out of Gabriel and reaches all the roosters of this world which are the judgments in the space of this world. And they all call out only by the voice that was sweetened with the quality of mercy from Bina. Thus, the voice, which is the judgment of Malchut, no longer dominates the second half of the night. Its place is taken by the voice of Bina, to which the calling of the roosters of this world indicates. This is why it was said here that when the rooster calls, it is the actual midnight, since the rooster indicates that the voice of Bina has already been accepted into Malchut, at which time it is the actual point of midnight from which the half of the night begins, good without any bad. And once Malchut receives the voice of Bina, the righteous raise man through the Torah, 
when they engage after midnight and raise her to the rejoicing Gvura of Upper Ima. As it is written, she rises while it is still night, but then she appears in all her splendor and grandeur. This is the way of the Holy Malchut, to appear only at night, and she goes by day and appears by night and dispenses food in the morning. She appears only in the Garden of Eden to those righteous who correct her so with the engagement of their Torah who study after midnight. You find that Peter is righteous in the Garden of Eden. Since then, the Holy Shekhinah is corrected in the Garden of Eden. While she is watered from a stream of pleasantness, and plays with the righteous who are included in her in man. It is forbidden to bless in the morning with impure and filthy hands, and so it is every hour. This is so because the spirit of impurity of the primordial serpent remains on one's fingers even after he has risen from his slip. This filth is removed only by washing with the vessel. So it is every hour, and not necessarily after sleep. Rather, every filth and dirt is a place of holding for the Sitrachra, and it is forbidden to bless unless after washing in water. 172. This is so because when one is asleep, his spirit departs from him. And when the spirit departs from him, the spirit of impurity is prepared for him and stays on his hand and defiles him. Then it is forbidden to bless in them without washing the hands. But on a day when he does not sleep and the spirit does not depart from him and the spirit of impurity does not stay over him, yet when he walks into the lavatory, he will not bless or read even a single word in the Torah before he washes his hands. But not because they are dirty. For what did they become dirty. But what did they become dirty? 173. Rather, woe unto those people who do not notice and do not know the glory of their master and do not know on what the world stands. There is a spirit in every lavatory in the world which is present there and enjoys that disgust and feces and immediately stays over those fingers of a person.
אנחנו עוברים למאמר הבא. מאמר סמך. רבי שמעון אופנד וסד, one who rejoices in the in holidays and does not give his share to the creator, that evil eyed Satan hates him, slanders him, removes him from the world and causes him several troubles over troubles. Explanation. There are male and female in the shells. The male is not as bad as the female and does not fail people into line in the name of the Creator. On the contrary, he induces one to do mitzvot through not in purity in order to bestow contentment upon his Maker. but with a, a mixture of self-pleasing. It is written about it. Do not eat the bread of an evil-eyed man. He says to you, eat and drink, but his heart is not with you. This is so because by his intention not being to bestow, the commandment becomes tasteless without love or fear. and without a heart. However, since he already lured a man into his domain, he has the strength to make a coupling with his nukva, the great deep, an evil and bitter shell who fakes in the name of the Creator and then takes his soul from him. The evil-eyed Satan hates him, slanders him, and removes him from the world. For once he has failed a man with the commandments of the joy of a good day to not be giving contentment to his Maker, because it is apparent by him, it alone and not delighting the poor, he makes a coupling with his nukva and takes his soul. 175. The share of the creator to delight the poor as much as he can. For on holidays, the creator comes to see his broken vessels. enters them and sees that they have nothing with which to rejoice. He weeps for them and rises up to destroy the world. Upon the creation of the world, when he said to the angels, let us make man in our image, mercy. Mercy said, let him be created for he does mercy. Truth said, let him not be created, for he is all lies. Justice said, let him be created, for he does righteous deeds. And peace said, let him not be created, for he is all strife. What did the Creator do? 
he took truth and threw it to the ground. As it is written, and cast truth to the ground. It is known that one should always engage in Torah and commandments, even not for her sake, because from not for her sake, he comes to for her sake. This is so because for mass lowness, he cannot engage in commandments in order to bestow contentment upon his Maker. Right from the start. Rather, by his nature, he can make any movement only if it is for his own benefit. For this reason, first he must engage in commandments, not for her sake, out of his own benefit. And yet, during the carrying out of commandments, he extends abundance of dusha. And through the abundance that he extends, he will eventually come to engage in commandments for her sake in order to bring contentment to his maker. Let's watch the clip, the ending clip of Rav. Every one has to open his heart. With using a certain code, password, what he enters in this safe that is locked, heart that is locked, he enters a certain kind of password in order to open his heart before, prior to engaging in reading the Book of Zohar. Sages of Kabbalah are called sages of the heart because they develop our heart in such a manner so that the light of Chochmah would enter it, would enter the heart. Therefore, we have to think, how can we open it? Otherwise, we won't, otherwise we won't attain the light of Chochmah. How do we open our heart, our desires, so that they are open towards the light. We're done for the day.